Welcome back to Noah's Window. This week we're talking about some of the scriptures behind the songs that we sing on the weekends at New Spring. And this has been such an exciting adventure for me, digging into these. And the one I want to talk about today is the song, Yes, I Will. Now, I did a little research on this one and the writers had in mind Psalm 34. And let's read just a little bit there. This is a Psalm of David. And we'll talk a little bit more about the background on that in just a second. But Psalm of David. And he says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. So it's important in Psalm 34 to kind of know the backstory. So if you can find this back over in 1 Samuel 20 and 21, I mean, there's more to more chapters that kind of unfold with that story, but that's a good place to kind of get a, a gist of what's on David's mind when he's writing this psalm. Because David, if you if you remember his story, David was um, a son of Jesse. God sent Samuel to anoint him, even though he was way down the line of the seven sons. He was number seven. and uh, But God sent Samuel to anoint him. But the problem was, when Samuel anointed him, there was already a king on the throne. And that was King Saul. And again, I hope you'll go get your Bible and read the story Read about King Saul and, and what was going on with him and, and how he interacted with David. Uh, so at the point where we're reading this psalm, when David is writing this psalm that inspired the song, Yes, I Will, David's at a really low point. And, it, and it's, not just, um, it's not just hardship, it's perplexity. Because if you understand at this point in time, David has done nothing but follow what God has laid before him. And in his relationship with King Saul, he has done nothing but follow whatever King Saul asked him to do. But now he finds himself having to run for his life. And there's no real reason for this. He has done nothing that should have caused him to have his life in jeopardy. So if you've ever found yourself in a place where you're in trouble, but you don't understand why, and you know that you didn't do anything, and you can't really defend yourself, and, and it's a perplexing time, that would be what David was feeling. And yet David tells us something here. He says, I'm going to choose to exalt God's name, even though I'm in a really bad place. And I'm going to constantly speak his praises. I'm going to boast in the Lord. Um, and if you're if you're feeling helpless, which he was, he's saying, take heart. I think it's wonderful as David is writing the Psalms, he's saying what he needed to hear too. And by the way, we'll talk about this uh, more of the the uh, lyrics here. But it was interesting as I was going through this because it fits right in with Mark's sermon this week. Um, and I won't, I don't want to spoil it for you, but um, I get lots of previews, and I'm just saying this song particularly just fits like a glove. It just is amazing to me because this is about a choice. Now, the the lyrics of this song, yes, I will. Let me read a little bit of them to you. It says, "I count on one thing." The same God that never fails will not fail me now. The same God who's never late is working all things out. Does that remind you of Romans 8, 28? And then he says, yes, I will. Notice the will. I will lift your name high in the lowest valley. When I'm in the lowest valley, I'm going to lift your name high. I will bless your name when my heart is heavy. All my days, I will. And then he goes on in the lyric says, I choose to praise. And, you know, we can make a choice to praise God, even when it doesn't feel 
like um, the feelings don't necessarily well up in us, but we can choose to praise God. It's amazing when we do that, how God can transform us on the inside. Just one little quick story. We have a, a sweet missionary friend, and Mark and I know this couple from uh, years back because we grew up in the same area and, and went to school together and have known them for many years. But uh, this sweet missionary wife um, had a little accident a week or so back and broke her shoulder, I think, in three different places. But what really touched my heart is she posted a video as she's lying down because she's basically um, unable to get up at all. And she's in excruciating pain. And you know what she was doing on Facebook? She was listing all the things that she's thankful for. Now, that's a good example of choosing to praise, choosing to lift God's name high, even when our heart is heavy and when it doesn't feel good. When what we're going through doesn't feel good, we can still trust him. He's not going to fail us. He'll never abandon us. He's still working all things out, and we can still praise Him because we know that to be true. So I hope that encourages your heart. Whatever you're facing today, if your heart is heavy, uh, you know, maybe it's because we're in ministry, but we walk alongside so many people with heavy hearts, and it's hard to understand the tragedies that take place and the, and the difficulties that so many are going through. But we can trust God that he is never late, that he's not going to abandon us, and he's still working things out, and we can still praise his name even when our heart is heavy. So having said that, let's have prayer together this morning. Oh, Father, as we come before you, there are many with heavy hearts. There are many who have suffered great losses, even in the, in just the recent weeks, Father, recent months. So many are suffering and have suffered, and Father, we don't understand why on this side of heaven. We're, we're still seeing through that veil darkly, but I just pray that you would encourage our hearts to remember that you won't fail us, that you won't abandon us, and that you are working things out. And we want to choose to praise you and to thank you and to lift your name high, even in those difficult times, because we know that that is, demonstrates our trust in you, and we know that you're faithful, Father. And for each and every person who's listening or watching today, whatever they're dealing with today, I just pray that you would strengthen their hearts and, and help them, Father, to have the faith and the trust to praise you, even when it doesn't feel like the thing they want to do, because we know that you are working things out and that you do have a future. As we talked about yesterday, you have a future for us that we can always look forward to, no matter how difficult the days may be today. Thank you for giving us your words so that we can reflect on other people's stories and the difficulties they went through and know that you brought them through and you'll bring us through as well. I pray that everything we say and do today would bring glory and honor to your name. And we're going to thank you for all the things that you're doing and are going to do. So many answered prayers, Father. Thank you. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Sorry. Answered prayers are wonderful, aren't they? So often a heavy heart is followed by an answered prayer. I pray that you have a wonderful, blessed day. And we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. And real quick before I sign off, many of you have already signed up for Theopraxis coming up in September, which is very exciting. So if you haven't already seen it, I posted the registration on Facebook and uh, also down on YouTube. We would love for you to be there. I, I think I mentioned yesterday, if you did the spring Theopraxis, this is a different module. This is going over the story and the structure of the Bible. I think you'll enjoy it. So I hope to see you there and we'll be watching for that. In the meantime, God bless. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow again on Noah's Window.